Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Well, you don't have to search far for Lori Latimer Volkman. She is the crazy Broncos fan down there in Charleston, South Carolina. Lori, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, David. How are you? Good. And I was glad to hear, I texted you a few days ago that you folks, uh, you know, you survived the hurricane and everything looks to be all right. Yes, we. I mean, Charleston came out very well. Got good. a lot of wind, no water, so that was uh, nothing. Nothing big. Good, good, good. Okay, you joked last night you could have uh, done the whole hour today, and we'll hold you over to the fourth for a little if you'd like to. But, <laughs> Lori, uh, I, that was not a fun game. That was a, a, an ugly game to watch. If I wasn't covering the Broncos, I may have turned it off at halftime. But where do you want to start? Not the start of the season we were hoping for. Ah, oh, that—that's the thing. Where where do you want to start? There's so many places. It was so bad all around. Yeah. And I've I've said several times this week. I think I was more frustrated and mad Monday night than I was the last two years. Really? And I guess it's because yeah, I know because my expectation was so much higher. Yes. I think, and I was I. I really felt like we would we would be better than we were, and mm-hmm. I knew we knew it was going to be tough starting off away, starting off on the you know at at Oakland, which is not a friendly place to play. No, their last Monday stretch. night game, et cetera. Yeah, and but I I still would have expected, especially with prime time, that the that the team would have you know would have risen to the occasion, and the coaches and in. Hindsight, I think looking back, it wasn't like there are a lot of parts of it that I'm not as like I'm not worried about the coaching staff like I would have been last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like so that's comforting because I feel like okay, at least at least I feel confident that they can work with this. But I am not confident in the team, and that is a that is not a place I like to be, as you know. No, I know you don't talk with Lori Latimer Volkman. Editor, Mile High Report, a great website for everything Broncos. Uh, let's start on the offense. Let's start with some of the play calling. First play of the season, not just the game. <laughs> yeah, a- end around to Terrible. North Fan. Why not an end around to Emmanuel Sanders? Every time I see Sanders run an end around, he gets like a first down. And then the play 
when they have a very, very nice drive going, this goofy, uh, you know, lineup, I don't even know what you call it. You know, half Swinging the, gate. Swinging gate, thank you. Uh, you know, Bowles is split out as a wide receiver. Uh, you know, those are the kind of plays you call when nothing's working, like a fake punt to jumpstart the offense. They had a nice drive going. Why try and reinvent the wheel? Tell me about the play calling. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to chalk that up to Rich Scandarella trying to be too cute Yep, and not quite being ready, like not maybe realizing the stage he's on doesn't need that. You know, it, this is not college where you're trying to like sometimes pull a crazy play because you just don't have talent level yeah. to, you know, to match up against your opponent. But this is the NFL. Everybody is good, regardless of what a team's record is. And, exactly. and you know, we hate to say that about the Raiders, but <laughs> they proved it anyway on yep. Monday night. And when you did uh, the first play, I was like, I, I, it felt to me like last season when we decided to do an onside kick at the beginning of the game. I'm like, what is that? Why would you do that? I know. Why do something unfamiliar the first chance you have of a game? You need to set a tone. You're playing away. You're playing behind already. Your defense just showed that it couldn't, it couldn't stop the Raiders. So you know you you know you're not going to be able to rely on them the way you'd like to think you can, and you're going to do that, and ah, you're going to do it with a rookie. Like, don't do that with the guy who this is truly his first NFL game. You right. know, it's different than the preseason, and don't do it with the the play that's not his natural position play. Like, oh, it's just, it was maddening. Clearly, no, clearly, I, I'm it, it was upset. frustrating. Very, very, very frustrating. Grade uh, Joe Flacco for me. Give him a grade. Um, I think B minus. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he did some good things. He he did some things that like we need him to be better. It wasn't just the play calling or just the line. Although the offensive line did not help him much the first half. I mm-hmm. think everybody on the offense settled in better in the second half. I think Scandarello, um, you know, got through a more normalized play calling sheet that he was working with. Mm-hmm. I think. The offensive line basically worked, you know, blocked a lot better and, and uh, you know, allowed some good runs. So we established a running game. Joe Flacco, could, he, he did connect well with Cortland Sutton all game. And yes. that was so great to see. Yes. I mean, that's, that is very encouraging, both for Sutton's sake and for, you know, and to see Joe Flacco throwing, throwing the kind of passes we know him to throw, you know, hard, fast, long. Um, he, he attacked the middle, which was, you know, something we haven't seen much in Denver lately. And so um, we got some, some really nice plays. And then he connected with Emmanuel Sanders, you know, late in the game and maybe a little too late. But uh, at least that that showed promise. Yes. I think I was a little too hard on him uh, Tuesday morning. And I went back and I watched some of the game. And, you know, if Hamilton catches that, you know, sure-handed touchdown or sure, or sure thing touchdown, then – then he has two touchdowns, no picks, over 67, 68 per cl- uh, completion percentage. So, you know, a, a, a catch here there, and I think he, uh, you know, shows much better yeah. on paper and everything. So I've backed off on my criticism of Joe Flacco, and I think he was a little better than I thought he was. Um, and he, he had this pocket that was collapsing around him a lot. And part of that looked, you know, part of that's the offensive line. Part of that looked like maybe confusion a little bit. Like, I just, it was a little... He had some some suspect plays where he just kind of it just looked like it just didn't develop. But 
uh, second half, if you just watch the second half even, I think the offense looked a lot more in sync. So it was better. Exactly. What if I text you five minutes before the game and I said, Lori, I don't think Chubb and Miller are going to have a sack, a pressure, a quarterback hit, a, a, a strip fumble, a fumble recovery. Uh, what would you have texted back to me? I'd tell you to put down the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happened. How, uh, look, I know. We're Monday morning quarterbacking, never, but yeah. No, I would not have expected that. Not even a pressure. Like I, I can easily see going a game where one of those two doesn't get a sack just because we, you know, they can't do it all, right? Yes. When you have especially some good offensive lines. But um, to not even really make any impact whatsoever on the passing game is unbelievable and unheard of. Lori, did you and see kudos, kudos to John Gruden, quite honestly. I mean Yeah. He knew he knew he had a quarterback who could get the ball out fast. He picked on our weak cornerback yep. all night long yep. so that he could get that ball out really fast. And, you know, not even have to really look around. And that it just it just completely neutralized Miller and Chubb. Yep. Lori, did you see Shaq Barrett last night? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. <laughs> yes. People are saying <laughs> why. Have him back? Yeah, people are saying why did they why did they let Shaq go? He could have made a difference in week 1, but I think the way that Oakland was dialing him up, it wouldn't have even mattered if we had Shaq Barrett uh, on Monday night. Yeah. Well, it- I mean, inside pressure, though, you can't like that. It could have. I mean, if, if you feel it coming at you, that might have just made he- car hesitate, you know, point two seconds and point two seconds was all Miller or Chubb needed. So I think it could have made a difference. It doesn't mean we would have, you know, kept their offense at bay much more, but it would have made a difference. Lloyd, can you stick around a couple more minutes? I have a couple more questions for you if you can. Absolutely. Awesome. Lori Latimer Volkman, editor, Mile High Report. She's going to stick around because we got to get a prediction how much she thinks the Broncos will win on Sunday. It's the morning huddle. All right, Lori, I've got a trade proposal that KB and I came up with this morning. You ready? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, you're in the southeast there, so obviously I don't need to tell you, even after just one game, what a dumpster fire the Miami Dolphins are. They're, they're an absolute wreck, and whether they're tanking or not tanking, who knows. But they have granted uh, Minka Fitzpatrick the right to seek out a trade. And it's not like he's 29, 30, 31. He is a 22-year-old, second-year corner. He was their number 11 pick last year. Uh, Alabama product, clearly he's prepared to play. Any interest in going after Fitzpatrick, who's now available? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, like there, there'd be you know, yeah. Well, I would, I would give. I think I read this morning that they they're looking. They'd love a first round pick, but they'd take a second. Oh, yeah. If, if they would take a second, I'd be like, Elway, get on the plane. I, if you need me to go down there, I'll go down there for you. Yes, I, I can be there in six hours. Drive him to Miami so, International, exactly. Yeah. Um. So I like to me a second round. 
It's a no-brainer, no honestly. Brainer. No-brainer. And, and if say the Broncos are, I know you don't want to hear this, but say they're anywhere from like 7-9 and nine to 9-7, nine and seven, and that's anywhere from, I don't know, like a 15 to 18, 19, 20 pick, he might still be even worth that. It might be. I mean, yeah. uh, honestly, if, if we if we were any if we're better, then it's probably definitely worth the pick. Yes, you know? yes. down there in the twenties. But um, I, Elway needs to to get realistic. I think here that this this team as it is is in trouble. Like we literally can't have one more person get hurt all season. I'm it's telling week you, two. Yep. And Elijah Wilkinson is now being called into action. But he's our backup for two other positions on the offensive line. (laughs) You said it. I think I said last week, nobody can even get a cold. And now they can't, they like, they can't have an allergy because of, you know, we need them and they need to, maybe Garrett Bowles should have an allergy. We can at least try somebody else in there. But (laughs) Oh, I know. It's rough. It's really tough. Uh, It really makes you appreciate Peyton more and more because he would make those line adjustments, those blocking adjustments, and he'd get rid of the ball so quickly. Even though he wasn't the same player he was at 28, uh, he was still just phenomenal at the line, and it makes you appreciate him even more. You know what? I just like to say I never didn't appreciate that. Exactly. No. <laughs> I was see. I was one of those people that whole year saying you are not paying attention to what he is doing. He can at least keep the offense on the field for ten minutes I bl- I and give the you. defense the chance to do it. So, I believe you. We weren't yeah. talking then, but, but I are. believe you. We are missing. We are missing that for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, another minute or two left. Um, don't need to tell you who's coming to town this weekend. Uh, you know, Bears, his former team, Vic's former team, home opener, uh, you know, nice time slot, the 225 game only going up against a couple other games. Uh, I'm building the hype here. If that Oakland defense did a pretty good job, what is the Bear defense going to do? They're, they have stars at every level. Give me a prediction for the game, Lori. Wow. <laughs> it is. Come I'll on, Lori. Play like they did last week. They're losing thirty to zero. I can tell you that. But if uh, I do think playing at home and learning from some mistakes and hopefully making some adjustments this week, I think they'll play tough. And I think the altitude will be in our favor. So I think it's going to be low scoring. I'm of course going with the Broncos in a miracle win because this defense is no freaking joke. No, I think. I think we could have body bags on our offensive line if they do what they could do. Oh, so I'm going 17-14 Broncos with a 64-yard kick from McManus at the end. <laughs> yeah, if he was in Denver last week, Monday night, he, that that field he goal would have been good easily. Yeah, he was so close. I mean, honestly, I wasn't even mad that we tried that field goal because it, what, we were like fourth and 36 or so. I don't know what it yeah. was, but like – might as well, and he almost got it. Almost like, got yeah. it at sea level. It was right down Broadway. Uh, Lori, enjoy the weekend. So glad you, your family, and everyone in Charleston is safe. And uh, go Broncos. <laughs> go Broncos. Take care. Lori Latimer Volkman, editor, milehighreport.com. Milehighreport.com and milehighsports.com, two great websites for everything local and Broncos. Uh, love both those websites so much.